0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome to ScoutCast. As always, you are joined by me, Andy, FPL Mode, and we are also joined by the man just out of the bath, Seb. How's it going, Seb?
2: I'm all right, thank you, mate. I got I got filthy lucky with my McAllister goals, so I just had to go, you know, clean up.
1: Oh, got it in already, got it in already. And actually, <laughs> there's a little bit of kind of, you know, FPL giveth, FPL taketh, because, you know, leads, yeah... Everton obviously absolutely thrashing Brighton, which is not good for your team, is it?
2: I mean, that's probably the result that relegates us. But then at the same time, the result that relegated us was 35 of our results so far. Exactly. So, yeah. But, yeah, not, you know, if you fancied us escaping, that's made it quite a bit harder. I think I saw someone tweeted, presumably the 538 model or whatever it was, that, um, the Leicester result, and then the Everton result today, swung Everton's chances of survival by 40% to the positive. Wow. Which is, I
3: think.
1: Yeah, boom. There you go. Uh, Rich, how's it going, mate? You're here with us tonight as well. Hope you've had a good week so far.
3: I'm here. Yeah, it was a bit of a boring FPL week, really, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, in a way. There wasn't a lot of points, was there?
3: Oh, I guess there was drama, actually. So calling it boring is probably uh, a statement.
1: Drama in one of those... You know, you always get those... Uh, kind of arguments debates happening about would you rather have 120 points but be 10 points ahead of the pack or would like 10 points better than the average or would you rather get 40 points to be 20 points better than the average this was one of those weeks where if you got 40 odd points you've done very well haven't you
3: yeah that's true i mean you could say it's a bad week to have a good week
1: yeah or a good week to have a bad week
3: <laughs> yes and yeah. people normally say it's a good week to have a bad week so i was yeah. just thinking it's also a bad week to have a good week exactly Because you're not is- even if you've had a good one you've not gained much
1: This is what people want when they tune into the Scoutcast. This kind of, you know, analysis. It's a good week to have a bad week and a bad week to have a good week this week. Um, (laughs) Speaking of our analysis, uh, what we're going to be talking about tonight, we're going to have a look at our points. The ranks that are on the screen here are not live based on what we actually are. You're going to see those in a minute. Uh, The reason is because the game's still going on at the moment and we tried our best to get our up-to-date points on the screen uh, for you tonight. So you're going to see them a little bit later. So we'll, we'll talk to you about those. So we're going to have a look at our points. We're also going to be talking for a little bit about Isak versus Wilson and whether that's even a debate, whether it should be Isak or Wilson or whether it should be Isak or Wilson or a triple defender or whether it should be a midfielder. So we just have a little bit of a chat about Newcastle in general because they haven't exactly been set in the world alike recently, so we do need to have a bit of a chat about that before their double game week in 36. We're going to have a look at uh Rich's differentials. I know Rich has been hard at work all day trying to get these differentials for you. Uh So we're going to have a little bit of a look at uh differentials from Rich. And then we're going to have a look at our bus teams. We've got the community team to look at, and we'll have a Q&A at the end as well. We should say um Nottingham Forest versus Southampton is on at the moment, but... I, I think it will make about a 0.1% difference to our overall rank. So this is that's based on how many people own Forest or Southampton players. So they should be pretty much what they are now, our overall rank. So here we go then. These are my points uh, at the moment. Uh, obviously, that's not going to change for me, but I've got Kepa in goal with three. Uh, Stupan got me a zero after losing 5-1 to Everton. Uh, Trippier with one. Trippier, my goodness. Um, Trent with seven. Shaw with two. I... Honestly, fretted about Trippier or Shaw by the end of the uh, by the end of the deadline. Uh, played both in the end because Grealish was benched. Uh, didn't matter. Trippier got one, Shaw got two. So pff, there you go. McAllister with eight, best goal you've ever seen. Make sure you tune in to match of the day to watch that one. Uh, McAllister got eight, Matoma got five, Rashford with two, Salah with ten, Watkins with one, and then harlan captain, with four. McAllister the hero of the week to be honest. He's my lowest owned player, getting me eight points. Uh second highest score. Quite happy with that. Up to around 35 36k. So I'll take that with 43 points. Um yeah, like I said, we got the leak that Grealish would be playing, so I put him on the bench. Didn't matter anyway because he didn't come on either. Uh definitely wasn't the most exciting play any of us did with Man City players this week. But we'll get on the Rich a little bit later. Um no we won't we'll get onto it straight now. Rich, talk us through your team. You say it's a boring week. There's definitely some exciting things that happen in your team this week.
3: Yeah, I mean, that was the most fun. I didn't realise the most fun I would have would be my transfer. Because I was, I, yeah, I was pretty set on just rolling. Um, I've ended yeah. up with 41 points, by the way, with a steal own goal. Um, but pretty happy with that. But yeah, I was going to roll. But then I was kind of, I was, I looked at playing Botman. But then I didn't want to double up on Newcastle defence. And I had two Arsenal defenders no. So I decided to transfer out an Arsenal defender purely because I was browsing through some forums, some fan forums, and it looked like Rico Lewis. There was a rumour that he was going to start. <laughs> I, I spent about an hour, two hours, until about 1am researching if I trusted the rumour. It seemed likely yeah. Luke. He was the only Man City predictor who said Lewis would start. And it also meant, because he's only 3.8 million, it meant I could easily get to Bruno if I need to, without losing Salah, Trent or Trippier. That was the main reason I did it. So yeah, I brought Rico Lewis in. He did start. I mean, he was on eight points until the late clean sheet wipeout. And I mean, he could have had a couple of assists or he he created a couple of chances that Harlem missed. So that was fun. I don't know if I'll ever play him again though, but yeah, yeah, I think my FPL week peaked during that first kickoff.
1: Yeah, just talk us through the rest of your team as well. Because obviously we'll have a bit of a chat about Rico after.
3: Yeah. Well, oh, so yeah. So still got minus two. Trent was seven. Trippier one. Lewis got two. Saka three. Matoma five. McAllister eight. With that that brilliant goal. Rashford got a two. Salah ten. He was a, my vice captain. Watkins one. And then Harlan captain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't believe he blanked, but it didn't really matter, did it? I think the only thing with that was, I think people want Harlan to be the top scorer, so you can be, you know, feel like you've made the right decision. Yeah, But unless Haaland was going to be benched, I was never captain in Salah.
1: No, no. And when you think, you know, 90 minutes played, City got a penalty as well. He had chances. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of people that went with Salah were maybe hoping that Haaland would go off early, maybe. Um, but I mean, that's, that's absolutely mental that Haaland got nothing. 197% EO as well. It's
3: ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you don't get much higher. I mean, well, actually, we did get higher um, the other so, game we didn't we, when he went above 200%. But <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of... I know at the start of the season, I was captain in Salah quite a few times. i am kind of just resigned to just captain in Haaland now and forgetting about yeah. EO.
1: Yeah. Um. Obviously, you went with Rico there. Seb, I don't know whether you thought the same as me. It's the most I've cheered on a player I don't own in quite a long time. Rico Lewis, 0.1% owned. Two assists he almost got as well. Almost got the clean sheet. Lovely stuff from him. Um, I know you had a few reservations when Rich picked him, though, didn't you?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, like I guess questions rather than reservations, right? Mm. Rich has asked yeah. answered one of them already, quite right? Because there's some there's some budgetary planning in there, which I think makes sense. But I guess, so I'll ask Rich rather than you, or weirdly <laughs> ask you passively, like, passive aggressive third person <laughs> questioning. Um, I guess the only thing would be like, obviously, that's your second city spot um which means you can access another for the double presumably you aren't expecting Lewis to start both maybe even one of those is that an issue does that matter
3: I, I i see i'd never even thought about bringing him in but i i looked and because i free hit later than you guys i'm i am less well set up for 37 mm. and because i needed to get money out of my team to even you know get to another city i yeah i'm there was basically no world where i'd have three city players So it's not blocking a spot. And I thought if there is another leak or inkling that he's going to play in 36 or 37, um, you know, I I can play him. But the intention was just to play him this week. I mean, Arsenal were 24% for a clean sheet and City were at 52%. Yeah. So I thought I was freeing up money and doubling my odds for a clean sheet. Obviously, it went completely the other way. Yeah. I didn't get him through his attacking threat. That would have been, that would have been very, very fortunate. Yeah, he see did fair. seem, I mean,
2: I, maybe it's because I've not watched all that much recently, but he did seem more, actually, it was probably just because it was us, wasn't it? But he did seem like <laughs> more in the box, more around the box, more providing balls that went into the box than usual. Because, I mean, I know we, we, we line them up in this sort of, you know, three, four, whatever thing. But it's four at the back, but he just inverts, right? He's a right back who then comes Mm. into midfield in in play. But during that match, he really did actually look like an eight, you know, Mm. like someone who would start in the eight with how far he got forward in possession
3: and how threatening he looked outside the box. If you watch both Gundogan goals as well, he's right in the box. I mean, Mm. he's further forward than Gundogan. I know they're both playing central midfield. Yeah. I I mean, I don't think it's that much of a discussion because I don't think people are going to be buying him, but... I mean, was, maybe, that maybe that's I the answer, it.
2: right? Gundogan scored, and we've seen—was it last year when, or two years ago? It might have been two years ago when he was quite popular because yeah, he was yeah. kind of doing that eight, and then even going ahead of a striker sometimes. And I guess against us, even though Haaland was playing, and City have changed how they approach things now, often with Haaland against us, the way we set up, maybe that really did invite the sort of old Gundogan eight getting into the box, and Lewis maybe ended up doing a similar thing because of that.
0: Yeah.
1: Nice one. Uh and then to going on to your points Seb. Uh oh, yeah. 40 points view for this week. Quite a nice healthy rank rise view as well.
2: Yeah, so I think on the slide Got like 22k or something. Which I mean, I was like 21 or something. So there's there's no different. Uh, I think on the screen we have like 18 and a bit. Yeah. Although since there's other matches kicked off, I'm now like 19 and a bit. So whatever. (laughs) Somewhere in that bracket. Yeah. Unless something crazy happens, I'm not sure there's high enough own players for anything to happen. Uh, but the the team that's got me my 40 points all out, I believe, assuming bonus goes the way live FPL thinks it will. I've steal on minus two. He's now got an assist. (laughs) <laughs> uh, a penalty save, a bunch of clean sheets and saves and an own goal. So I just need, as Rich said earlier, I just need a goal from him now and that'll complete the set. God. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Trent with seven. Trippier with one. I played him over shore. We spoke about this. They got the one and two points, you know, yeah. whichever way around it came. I got it the wrong way around, but meh, who cares? Uh, Ake, who I did play this week, the end of the, uh, the end of the double. I benched him. I played Trippier and that cost me about 14 points there. Oh. Um, I don't, I think... I, can't, I think we might discuss this on Friday. I don't think I ever would have like really played Ake, but it's the fact that I made the change in like the last few seconds that made it feel like I was, I was close to getting those points, but I probably wasn't. Um, if I had, I think I'd be like 10 K or something else. That would have been nice. Um, but you know, if I just made better decisions earlier in the season, right? Same as yeah. So exactly. it's, yeah. yeah it's, like, it's it's not those fourteen points; it's all the other ones I've dropped. Um, Salavice captain, Fernandez, Rashford, McAllister with a um, with a real solid eight there. Since moving deeper, he's got more points. Yeah. Uh, Matoma with five, obviously the assist there. I mean, he probably did deserve that, right? He, you know, I think he could have scored if I don't think uh, Tony and then Captain Harland, uh, as yourself and Rich said there, right? You know, much for muchness. Benches, Kepper, Shaw, Botman, and Greenwood and that is that i ro- did i roll i did roll because we nice. didn't get news about alvarez starting which i probably would have done if we had i would have done to alvarez but that, nothing came of that anyway did it
1: well we had the leak that kdb was starting uh yeah which is way probably way.
2: why i i like so we didn't hear that alvarez was starting he obviously yeah. did but once we knew harlem was starting then i was pretty happy anyway and when we saw kdb i think i just turned it off and was like okay cool because like there's now actually not much chance alvarez starts he did yeah. but I think he got two points. He looked, he looked threatening, but yeah. he got two points, so yeah, whatever.
1: Um, missing a hell of a game by the way. It's 2 1 to Nottingham Forest at the moment. Seriously, uh, yeah, three goals in the first three goals minutes. since
3: we started. Yeah, gosh, um, what, what an afternoon of football!
1: Yeah, I know. Um, just quickly as well, one thing I wanted to mention there McAllister's obviously done very well in the last couple of weeks. A very, very lucky goal this week for him to get eight points, but I must say, every time I'm watching him at the moment, he looks so good. He had one off the bar. He had one close range effort saved miraculously by Pickford as well. He is he's really getting in those positions and his stats are ridiculous at the moment. So in no way am I saying you should have picked McAllister over March all those weeks ago, but the swing between McAllister and March, I don't think anybody really could have predicted that. And De even come out today and said March isn't in the best place at the moment.
3: No, and I think no really.
1: and I think the March injury is probably helped people make their decision that they maybe should have been making this week anyway. I don't know how you feel about that, Rich.
3: Um, I mean, we I was talking to Baker earlier because he, he has yeah. two, two free transfers. He had no, no obvious move to made, make. He's yeah. already set up. And I did, even before this game, I said march to McAllister. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think it was an obvious move, but I think even when, you know, McAllister's been playing DP, he's getting so many chances. And yeah. yes, he was lucky today, but then look at his positioning. You know, if he's a, you know, inverted commas, defensive midfielder, and he's getting in the six-yard box. And, um, and, you know, he's getting shots off. He's on penalties. I think he's, yeah, he's a great, great asset. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't think he's going to be 20% owned next week, is he?
3: No, it's surprising how low his ownership is. But I guess we've all picked our three Brighton, you know, weeks and weeks ago, maybe even months ago now. Yeah. And we kind of just stick with them because we don't like sideways moves. There's been a lot of exciting moves, you know, transfers to use. Yeah. But there are teams who are quite well set up now and don't have many moves to make. So, yeah, I think that's quite a nice, easy move to make. And I imagine McAllister is going to absolutely rock it up this week.
2: Yeah. You got it's kind of a
3: shame. I wouldn't have minded holding on to McAllister. I still get you know, nervous. Less not...
2: lower owned for the double.
3: Because March is so highly owned. Mm-hmm. It, I do kind of dread the Brighton games. As much as I like McAllister, you know, March himself, still still, still a good asset. He's, he's, so... good. he's probably been unfortunate not to bring in more points as well, actually.
2: He's been... Good. He's been great. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, we all have Matoma. I think he's what I've got 80, 85, 86% yeah. here. I think he was the hot property when, like you said, we all made this decision. So it was like Matoma plus one. Mm-hmm. I went McAllister, others went March. I think I think we said at the time, like it was much of a muchness, and I still think that's the case. The injury obviously pushes you towards McAllister. Um, and one thing I did see just before we came on, which I thought was funny, I think McAllister came away from that match with one XG. So just a nice round one. But of course, that is because that one that was kicked into him hit the back of his head, back, whatever it was. If that goes down as a like shot, that was like a 0.85 or something. <laughs> obviously, I'm not really sure you should take
3: that and carry he'd it. He'd missed her. So if it, it had missed the goal, would it have been a big chance missed? I'd imagine so. Yeah. And I mean,
2: like, it's one of those... Like, <laughs> so, 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 like, it's one of... Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying... I think that's, a you know, a slight flaw on how we want to record that going <laughs> forward, which is one of the reasons we say, you know, bigger samples, smooth that stuff out. But I guess, like, it's one of those... If he was, like, sliding in and it had come off his foot, even after Matoma had hit the post or whatever, then it would look less fortunate. It's kind of a combination of the sort of just the way he has no idea it's happening. And it mm-hmm. just very fortuitously comes off him. But obviously when it does come off him, it, it is a big chance. It's hard to miss from there, no matter where the ball hits you. So
3: Lovely. I don't know. Like you said, like, he, got, he got into the position, didn't he? If someone shoots from outside the box and it takes a huge deflection and goes in, you know, that, that means the goalkeeper completely misses yeah. it. I mean, it is lucky, but you don't see it as as lucky. I just think because it yeah. was so comedic, it was so funny what happened. Yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, in the scenario with the shot, it would be you'd say he took a shot so it's not lucky i feel like just his position in there is why i don't think it's as lucky as maybe people are making out it's kind of the flip side of you know those times when someone like slides in at the far
2: post and misses the ball by this much Mm. but if they'd made even any contact it would have been like a 0.98 you know xg shot at a certain goal i guess it's kind of the flip side of that right where that doesn't go down as any number at all but when we're watching it we go oh he's so unlucky not to score this is the other side where it goes down as a big number, but you go, how what well, that's that's silly, that's so fortunate. No. Yeah. Smooths out. I'm it's not it's you know, it doesn't even out, that's not how these things work, but it does smooth out a bit over time.
3: It's the argument for I test, both those examples, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, yeah, fair.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh Garrick Freeze, by the way, in the chat says, Were you happy when Mac Ten scored the last second penalty versus United? No, I was not.
3: No, uh, yeah, you actually weren't. No. You-
1: like nor was
3: I because I'd free hit him out and had two yeah. United defenders
1: in our group chat I wasn't thinking about FPL I was just going oh because <laughs> all I kept saying was how well Luke Shaw was playing and then he got booked and then he got yeah. and but obviously Flappy was loving life when, when Shaw was booked because you had Lindelof and De Gea and then uh, and then he conceded the penalty as well but anyway. that, that
2: swing between me and Rich was nuts like yeah. that was yeah, I think I, mean, I think I think we went from something like one point between us to 20 just in that move or something yeah,
3: yeah no it was I yeah I did refresh the second refresh i'd left it a little while though because i knew it was big. oh that reminds me i've got a thing later but oh,
2: i'm okay. hoping you two haven't noticed okay. oh God, what is it Ah, uh, you'll see
3: okay. it's probably not that ex- it's
2: exciting for me but it's not for you two okay
1: um <laughs> just very very quickly before we move off this i want to ask you both about steel uh a lot of people out there a little bit worried after that performance today that he might be dropped obviously sanchez is waiting in the wings to win his place back um you're both owners Sebi, so worried at all
2: Nah, like we had, we had this conversation after the cup where there was the conversation, our oh, Sanchez played well, would he potentially get his place back? And oh. I was really confident then that Still would keep his place. Yeah. To be fair, I am like less confident this time now, but I'm still really confident. Steele was brought in for on-ball stuff, not necessarily the shot stopping. Although, of course, that's still an important part of it. I don't think today he's damaged what Desiri has wanted from him enough for Sanchez to come back in however of course you know I think the own goal probably was an error the rest not really his fault mm-hmm. got done by McNeil but then so did the defender there as well I don't think that's enough for him to get dropped but if I was like 98% confident before that he'd be fine chalk this one down as like an 88% or something right so I'm not saying it's definite but I'm still pretty happy to hold yeah. steel right
1: so are you Rich
3: Yeah, I'm not too worried. I mean, I had the whole reason I had him was because I started with Sanchez. Sanchez got dropped, so I ended up going for Steele <laughs> so I could use my bench boost. So I spent the last few weeks you know, worrying that Steele's going to be dropped every single game week. And I, I did touch on it last week, actually. This double's so bad yeah. that if Steele was dropped, I actually don't care. Yeah. Um, as in, I'd, I'd much rather he played, obviously. But if Rea has to come in for a home game against West Ham or Steele only plays one, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You make a really good point. I've got Kepper against Forest, which will be three points, but you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So we can always reassess if he is dropped this week, which I don't think he will be. We can always reassess it for, for 37, can't we?
1: Yeah. Uh, CH in the chat, by the way, uh, loving the fact that Seb has a thing. Um, right. <laughs> Me too, friend. Oh, for all those listening on the pod, by the way, his eyebrows raised oh so suggestively when I said that. Like the that. rock, oh, yeah. Look at that. You do that really well. Um, Thanks, bud. No worries. Uh, Last but not least, um, uh, we should say as well, before we move off and talk about Wilson versus Isak, um, Live FPL, all these screenshots are from Peter, Live FPL, uh, not Peter, sorry, that's FPL team. Live FPL, absolutely fantastic. If you're not using it already, make sure you use it because it is almost essential every week. Um, Right, moving on to our Newcastle dilemma. Now, a lot of people are thinking about this because a lot of people have saved a transfer or are using a transfer or have saved a spot in their team for Wilson or Isak they want a Newcastle attacker in their team and obviously Wilson is now coming to the fore as well as Isak doing well this season and we're kind of thinking who do we want in our team now when I mentioned this last night to Seb Seb was like yep brilliant I'll find some slides for you and we've definitely got some slides here so Seb talk us through the kind of slides we have at the moment we've got Wilson's minutes and how he's got on in his xg we've got Isak's minutes how he's got on his xg how they've looked against Arsenal but the first one we've got up is a Wilson Wilson's stats isn't it
2: sure so yeah thank you I would love to have done something a little cleverer with this but alas we went out of some time so what we have is I guess the raw data this is from um FBRF that'll be clear why soon um But this is all of Wilson's matches in the Premier League so far this season from match week one we see there down to match week 35 at the moment. Um, by all means, you know, pause this, come back to it later because we probably shouldn't run through a literal spreadsheet here, that's not that fun Um, but what I wanted to show here is sort of like you know, the spread of starts, minutes, goals, XG to go with that and what have you of course, there's a big old chunk where Wilson is missing from match week 3 to match week 9, which is an injury Mm -hmm. and there's a few others, I thought injury and uh, that was that when we had matches zoned as well I think, didn't we, because we've got match week 7 later Um, and obviously a few other a few others where he sat out as well. But I would say more recently, obviously with Isak there, they're looking to share minutes. Wilson probably getting, what is that, two of the three starts in the last few. Of course, we had them starting together in the match against Arsenal, which we'll look at right at the end. So far this season, a cumulative XG of 13.5, 12.7, non-pen XG, and XAG, which is XA sort of, it's like assisted goals. Well,
1: We've lost your sound, sir. Is it? Don't just, think you uh, he can
3: hear us. Can't hear you, Seb. How's that?
2: There you go. Yep. Oh yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, I definitely. I, I feel like this happens too often. I need to sort that. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have um, we have as uh, we have Isaac as well uh, in the next slide, a little yep. shorter little kinder because uh, obviously fewer match weeks there for uh, him to display but once again we've got you know starting in five after the transfer and after minutes came through as well and then a little gap for injury and obviously you know postponed fixtures and all of that stuff once again showing the same thing where we've got you can see again please pause go look at this I don't want to bore everyone and run through it but the main thing we're trying to pull from here is like the minutes uh, whether there's a start or not which is obviously clear from the minutes and then the goals and XG accumulated from that time over the period we have here which is a whole of Season it's seven point five xg, although for ten goals, whereas Wilson had fifteen from thirteen point five, so a little bit more of an overperformance from Izak, or better finishing, however you want to see that. So far this season, six of those being non-penalty, and we have two point one xag again, that's the xa effectively, which is similar to Wilson but in fewer minutes. I think, however, the sort of more interesting bit comes next. So if you have our little map for us here. So this is Arsenal, which is our most recent match. Uh, And while I have this on screen, I don't want to focus just on this, but it provides a nice illustration for what we'll talk about. This is the only or at least most meaningful match they've started together in as long as I could find, basically. Uh, We saw Isak on the left, notionally, of a 4-3-3 and Wilson in the middle. I think it's fair to say from looking at this that Wilson very much did play in the middle. Obviously, Isak, there's a few touches hugging that touchline and we saw that brilliant assist a few weeks ago where, you know, starts at left, back, runs all the way down, comes inside. So, you know, we know he can go wide, carry the ball, what have you. But an encouraging number of touches in the penalty area as well, possibly more than Wilson, although it's one match, you know, something going from yellow to red could be just a couple of touches here. So I wouldn't want to put too much on that. But the reason I show this then is because I think it is illustrative also of how they've played when they've come on together. So this is when they started. But what we've seen an awful lot is that one of them will start uh, quite often, as we saw in the previous slides, that's been Wilson recently, but Isak will come on for good minutes, usually, say, around about 45 to 65 or so, depending on game state. They will either come on to replace the other one, the one that started, so Wilson will come on for Isak, or if the match isn't going favourably, they'll typically be playing together for the, say, last half an hour or what have you, until the result is secured and then the one that started tends to get subbed off, obviously give or take. So what we're seeing here is that Isak will typically be the one that comes on towards the left. There was one match where he did seem to be more centred towards the right, but I think that's because there was another sub that ended up swapping wings and whatnot. And then, interestingly, there was one match, and again, this is me just looking at the maps here. I did not watch that match, so very happy for a Newcastle fan or a Brentford fan to correct me here. But even if it looked different, I guess, on the pitch, what these maps showed us is that in the Brentford match, when uh, I think it was... Wilson, there we go, where Wilson came on to join Isak, so uh, Isak started Wilson came on, Wilson went up front but Isak didn't really move much wider obviously, looking at the map he'll have his touches from starting at 9 but he didn't really end up then favouring either side so I think if ever there was a front 2, it was potentially in that match, but obviously we know that's against Brentford, we know some other teams will line up as well with that sort of front 2, depending on how Brentford are playing, and Newcastle were chasing they were 1-0 down when uh, Isak came on and they won that 2-1, if my notes are correct here Um, Otherwise, it's kind of been one start, the other one comes on. The only time we've seen them both start together was this 4-3-3 versus Arsenal where Isak was left. And I think this comes around to then the last little slide we have here, which is a brief... Oh, this is FBRF. And this was the reason I did FBRF. Um, Please obviously use the members area as well. But there was a reason I wanted to go here because we have obviously Isak playing for a couple of squads this season. There's international stuff in there as well. But as we saw from the previous one, I didn't want to water it down too much to like either the last few weeks, just the Arsenal match, or like, say, a whole season, but where it's been a bit mix and match between them. So this maybe evens out a little bit more. Of course, you could go back through other seasons as well, if you if you so wish. But the main pull away here is we have, per 90, Wilson has 0.83 goals to Isak's 0.75. Wilson has done that from 0.75 XG, whereas Isak has done it from 0.53 XG. So as we maybe sort of suggested earlier, a much better finisher, much luckier, more variants. However you want to put that, looking at this, it would suggest Isak will score more from poorer chances. But as we've seen, that doesn't necessarily carry through time. And then the assist side of it as well, we see Isak with 0.15 per 90 and Wilson with 0.13 per 90. So potentially per 90, Isak better for the assist as well, which I guess is encouraging if you're going to see him coming on the left and maybe being more of a provider than a yeah. goal scorer. And I think that is a very long-winded way of saying probably what everyone already knows anyway. But it's good to, you know, it's good to confirm our uh, our assumptions. Yep. If Wilson, we think he's going to get that nine roll, so a start, and he, he'll definitely get nine. He will not go wide, as far as I can see. Then I would very really happily pick Wilson. But I think we know Isak is more reliable in terms of injuries. Potentially better at turning those chances into goals, maybe. If you want to read that this way. So if you could say, you know, if we knew Isak was starting, that's fine. And I think you get better minutes. If we knew Wilson was starting, I'd be quite excited to go there. We do have an early kickoff at the weekend for Leeds and yes. Newcastle. So potentially we'll get some early team news. I'm not sure, but with Champions League midweek, this is maybe one of those ones to hold on to your transfer and pick the one that, you know, assume no injuries, pick the one that we maybe get going leak for. If not, if everyone's fit, I would be tempted to say Isak just because I think you want those minutes even though it's only a few weeks, if you're feeling spicy, I think Wilson's got it there for you. Because again, it's only a couple of weeks, and injuries won't hurt that much, or won't be that likely compared to the majority of the season.
1: Yeah, I think it's absolutely massive that we get. We th- this is the first game of the next, you know, the next week. Because I think a lot of people would have to be guessing: is it going to be? Is it going to be Wilson? Is it going to be Isak? Is it going to be both? Because we could potentially get the leak. And I think we got a bit of a leak this week as well, didn't we? We got a leak before the actual lineups came out saying that they were both going to be playing. I think it has come out that um, Eddie Howe thought he got it wrong. He got it wrong playing both of them. And I don't know whether that's just he got it wrong because they were playing against Arsenal. Obviously, I know he didn't have a lot of choice because Longstaff was out as well, and he's incredibly important to the way they play. And the fact that Joe Linton then had to go in midfield and didn't play left wing, so that meant that, you know, um, Callum Wilson played there and Isak played on the left. But I think that the fact that we're going to have, potentially have a leak, will really kind of make everybody's, you know, transfer plans kind of be made for them, if that makes sense. Rich, Seb's just given us all those amazing stats. We've had quite a few matches where we've watched them recently as well. Are you leaning either way or the other? Because I know I am, but I'd love to get your input into which way you're going.
3: I'm leaning towards Esac, but yeah. I'm not that... I don't want to sound like the party poo, but I'm not that excited about either of them. I'm, I'm mm. definitely going to go for it, but there's so many question marks because we've got question marks over minutes. Yeah. There's question marks over who's on, who's on penalties, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that could be a huge swing as well. So I'm really torn between the two. I just think Isak might get more minutes. I can't get things out of my head. Like when I went from Matoma, I just remember that beautiful goal he scored against Liverpool and that non-assist that Isak got the other week off the, off the bench. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't get that out of my head um, as well. So, I, I mean, I'm not that excited about it either. I feel like it's really hard to get, to get it right. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be going for both if you've got two defenders, for example. I, I'd still, despite the lack of clean sheets for Newcastle, I'd, I'd still be happy with that. I wish we did know we were very close to finding out who was on penalties. And then I think there'd be very little discussion. Yeah. But the way I'm gonna play it is I'm gonna wait for the leak. This is this it's a shame because this is what happened last week with transfers, but I'm gonna wait for the leak. Yeah. Whichever one we know starting, I will go for. Yeah. If both are starting, that's where it gets interesting. Because Wilson would be very tempting. Looking at all those slides that that Seb's put up. I, I wish we had more input on the penalties though.
1: His stats are fantastic. I know a lot of people, when they when they um, conceded the penalty, and obviously that it wasn't a penalty, Trippier was holding the ball, wasn't he? But <laughs> Trippier does that, doesn't he? He holds the ball and he protects the, the penalty takers. So they all seem to good. do
3: that now, yeah. yeah they so you, do. that, you don't get that insight do. into it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so it, it it is an interesting one. I know a few people have mentioned on my timeline, and people have mentioned in the chat as well, Seb, would you, would you ever go for both? So if you only had one defender, if you own Trippier, and you had a space for two uh attackers there would you go yeah. for both like I feel like you do you have to own triple Newcastle this week that's two separate questions but which, <laughs> that's fine. would you would you go for both would you go for Wilson and Isak in this double game week
2: I guess I'd try not try and answer both I guess um a lot of us are already sort of set partly into where we're going to end up right because a lot of us might own two defenders or a defender and a striker or whatever so we can't necessarily go from say having two defenders two, two to none or something like that or you know if we've tripled up what have you Yeah. Um. I think if I had a wild card a free hit I would probably go two defenders and one of the strikers and I'd pick the one you know I'm most confident in at the weekend so we have for the league so far this season now we've looked you know obviously a little bit short term as well at Carlton Wilson and Isak which may change as well depending on where they play on the pitch Isak out wide obviously he's less attractive than at number nine For something like defensive numbers though a larger sample generally is better especially if nothing massive has changed newcastle are second for xga so expected goals against so far this season with 34.7 uh man city top with 25.9 so shows how stupidly good they've been (laughs) how bad edison has been if you like uh brighton just behind newcastle 38.1 and running out the top four is arsenal 39.2 so some of the good defenses that we like we can see that newcastle are solid they may well have slipped a little bit since the World Cup. I know Arsenal have. Arsenal were second in this list, I believe, at the time. And Newcastle have now jumped above them from third to second. But that's one of the best defences in the league, if not the best outside of City. I'm very happy to have a couple of players on that, especially one of, one, one of them is Trippier, who is very capable of putting up, you know, 1.2, 1.5 XA in a game, whether that turns into an assist or not. And then I think the final thing here then, just a bit of a, you know, sort of, uh left wing thing, literally, huh, is Jolenton. So I know some people have <laughs> mentioned him. You mentioned a minute ago there whether you know Eddie Howe would play Isaac and Wilson again together. I guess the thing he maybe loses is some of that off ball stuff that Jolenton yeah. brings. Anthony Gordon, I think on ball, that probably was an overpayment. Off ball is probably always underrated. He does do a lot of great work Mm -hmm. off the ball and probably something Eddie Howe likes out of him. So I think he'll keep getting starts. And we've seen Murphy's been brilliant as well. So there's every chance that he's got the wingers he needs, of which one may well be Jolinton. However, it's hard to separate his numbers from the midfield. So maybe this again is where you want to watch Newcastle. Looking at the last few matches, though, he's putting up like 0.2, 0.3, 0.1 xg some of which are coming at left wing he moves into centre mid as well if subs are made there's one match where he puts it at 1.3 which is against Tottenham, he scores a goal in that match he did start at left wing so there's a bit of encouragement but i think my preference would be double defense one of the strikers double strikers one of the defenders and then like a midfielder like jolington or something mm-hmm. if for some reason i had to go that direction
3: but i'm heavily leading two defenders one striker yeah i think there's a tactical reason that I wouldn't go for two strikers as well. And it's the fact you're going to have Haaland and then Isak and Wilson if you go that route. But you're going to have five midfielders for 37 as well. Yeah. So you're then going to have to... So not only have you got the headache this week of which one do you captain, because I'm assuming if you go for both, you're going to captain one. You've then got the headache. You're probably going to have to bench one in 37, unless you're willing to just... Say you've got Solly March and you just decide to switch to a 3-4-3 um, ongoing. I I don't think that changes much. So I think you're just causing yourself a lot of headaches because you're not going to play them. Even though they've got Leicester at home, I think you're going to struggle to play them in 37. Yeah. So that's going to cause pain. And in 38, they've got Chelsea away. I know Chelsea haven't been great, but I I don't fancy it that much. Having, you know, Isak and Wilson. Yeah. You don't know if they're both going to play. Yeah. The minutes are still a bit of a risk. Away at Chelsea, it doesn't seem the best use of, use of fun. So I think you'll be transferring one of them out pretty sharpish.
2: Yeah, I think that I think that's a really good shout because our midfielders seem to be where most of our players at the moment. Mm-hmm. So literally locking one of that out of your them out of your team that week by having two strikers, yeah, I think is a good shout. I mean, not a bad shout! Not a good S- shout to mention it. <laughs> Seb's mentioned one of the
1: other players you can go for in Joe Linton. I think there's some real value in their midfield in general. You think you've got Jacob Murphy as well. You have got Joe Willock, both having really good seasons, both having good FPL seasons as well. Rich, if you couldn't get to Wilson or Isak would you go for one of those or would you go for one of the defenders and share? and would you go for Pope? Who are the other players that you could think about as well?
3: It was part of me actually that I was so... I'm not low on them. I think they could potentially do well. It's a
1: bad double as well.
3: It is a bad double. And I think if yeah. my team were set up differently, I'd still consider going for... Because I haven't got share. Yeah. I'd still consider going for that third Newcastle defender even though they've kept what? Like two clean sheets in 14, 14 15, 15 yeah. games? Something like that, but I wouldn't be put off by that. I'd still be tempted to go for a, go for a defender. I'm yeah, I'm really down on this week. I I don't, I don't know why. I don't know if it's the week that's just gone. We don't love about it
1: exactly.
3: It reminds me a bit of a Chelsea. Remember that Chelsea Fulham double? Yeah, yeah. Like it didn't feel great.
1: No. Oh, was s- that? Some no, people wait, brought which in one was six doublers super... for that one, didn't they?
3: Yeah, I did. It was yeah. after the World <laughs> Cup. It was the first double back uh, from the World Cup. Oh, yeah, so I hang had on. six of them,
1: and you didn't feel good about that one.
3: Well, we were gifted it and back it then. Awful. We were given a wild card. You know, you might as well bring in the Fulham and, and Chelsea doubles. It, it reminds me <laughs> a little bit of that. Like Brighton's <laughs> doubles, awful. Yeah. Newcastle. It almost feels like the big one is Leeds, isn't it? That's why the leak, yeah. the leak yeah, so yeah. leak's so important. But I do think there's a discussion. I'm sure we we'll get onto it later of captaincy between Trippier and um between Trippier and like Isaac or Wilson. Yeah. 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 And a player I I really want to have and haven't been able to get to is share.
1: Yeah. If you could turn. Uh, no, we're going to do it again. Oh, no, you're going um, to no. do that. do oh, <laughs> yeah. it
3: was right there. Was right there.
1: Um, so, before we move off this, then, I want a definitive answer from both of you. Seb, if you. And I mean, you will be, because same as me. Which one would you be going for? Reg- so, regardless of the leak at the moment, if we don't get a leak, are you going Wilson or Isak? Isak. Mm, Rich? If
3: there wasn't a leak, I'd yeah. go the ESAC because yeah. my team's set up that way
1: yeah um ESAC for me as well um i, I just prefer the minutes personally uh, and there's also no guarantee wilson isn't going to get you know injured at some point um if we do get a ESAC's lead,
3: not exactly no 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 injury true pr- injury but, free is it wilson
1: yeah it, two games in four <laughs> days it'd be interesting to see how many minutes he gets in those i think i think that's Thursday, the more Five days, sorry. Yeah, The turnaround between
3: point. the double and the next game week is the risky one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like I, when I was talking a minute ago, I think I mentioned, like, obviously their injury histories, etc. But if anything, it's not the actual risk of them getting injuries in, oh, yeah, like, yeah. three or four yeah. matches. It's how much Newcastle will manage them to prevent those injuries. Because, yeah. yeah, obviously the sample is not big enough for us to go, well, Orson might get one of his injuries.
1: Yeah. So, second scenario, we get a leak. They're both playing. Seb, who'd you go with?
3: Uh, Wilson, because he'll be number nine.
1: Yeah, and Rich.
3: Yeah, I think I agree. I have. Yeah, yeah. I think I would go Wilson. The point that he will be playing central as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, it's the same for me. If he's because he, also I am assuming he'll be on pens over Isak as well. I think if they're both on the pitch, I still expect Wilson to be taking him
3: well, because he's been there longer. Like pull- <laughs> because
1: he because I think he is the first choice penalty taker. I think yeah. Isak's only taken him when Wilson hasn't been playing, um, and I think. And I could be completely wrong here. When there has been moments where they've both been on the pitch, and I think Wilson's taken one over him. I think that's happened, doesn't it? I could be wrong there, and someone in the chat might might tell me. I want right to right.
2: say yes, but I, I might just be because I want to agree with you, boss. Yeah,
1: I think so. Um, and last but not least, who do you pick? If if uh, I suppose it's the easiest one, isn't it? If Isak's playing and Wilson isn't, you just go for Esac. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 I mean, if if only one of them starts and you you've got that leak you're not going to bring the one that's benched in because no. that's the, that's the prime fixture. Yeah. I wouldn't, I mean, maybe So, if you <laughs> knew Wilson's bench, would you bring in Wilson? No, here's no, a exactly. here's here's a question for you that might tie into what you were going
2: to ask as well, Andy on yeah. captaincy. So like, I think I would captain Isak over Trippier, but in one of those scenarios, I'm picking Wilson. I don't know if I would captain Wilson over Trippier because I'm less confident in the minutes in the second match. Hmm. I don't. I don't know if that's stupid. I'd yeah. have to think that through. But I think I might flip my captaincy, even if I preferred Wilson, if I knew he was starting.
1: See, I don't think. I think I'd still be on Wilson.
3: This could be a huge yeah, swing, and we're not able to definitively no. give anything between them.
1: Like it, um, right? Uh, so there you go. So Wilson and Isak. I think uh, unanimously, Isak. If. Um, they what was it we said? But unanimously, unanimously, Esac. If we don't get a leak, but if we do, and they're both playing, I think we're probably all going to be on Wilson. Right. Moving on to some differentials, Rich. Um, I'm just going to hand it straight over to you because you were working so hard on these differentials, and and I want you to have your your moment in the spotlight. <laughs> I'll Seb don't. I'll his don't. Head.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I should like first of all thank you to Seb who put put this together because I. I'd forgotten. You just yeah. literally um, never
2: had to say anything. It would have been fine. No I one couldn't let him known. get away
3: with that. He's, he's mentioned, it, mentioned it twice <laughs> I as well. <laughs> I, I do feel, though, I mean, with the March, March injury today as well, I feel like going for differentials now is going to be tricky because I think if people have March, they're going to be using a transfer to get rid of March. They're probably going to be bringing in a Newcastle or Brighton player this week as well. Transfers in thirty-seven, you're going to be going for United and and City players, I'd imagine, and then game week thirty-eight, everyone's everyone's looking for that that magic bean, as um Pras put it earlier yeah. earlier in the week. So yeah, there was a there was a couple, and I I, mean, I did mention them last week. We obviously talked about Kane, didn't we? How Kane had become a differential.
0: Yeah,
3: and I know Joe's got Joe's got Kane, and he obviously scored again this week. But then if you're going for Kane, you're going to be going without Salah. So I think all of our preferences has been Salah but then if you've got Kane I don't think you desperately need to you know do a minus four to to go for Salah. So I think a lot of differentials you might just have you know stuck in your team. Hmm. Um Saka, Odegaard, Martinelli, they've all got Brighton at home this week. They're good fixtures though in 37 and 38. Um what's going to be tricky there is then going through that double are you actually going to hold the Arsenal assets for 37? Probably yeah. not. You're probably going to sell one, then potentially bring one back if you've even still got them left. Um, and then there's the option of going for Newcastle defenders. So like we've just mm-hmm. talked about, you could have, you know, three defenders instead of going for one of the attackers and just hoping, you know, you get lucky and get a clean sheet or dreamland, you get two clean sheets. Yeah. Um, and then said put together this table as well, which I mean, Callum Wilson is top XGI 0.85. Zeus again, could be a good one. But again, probably not till 38. I don't think I'm really selling these, am I? You did mention KDB to me,
2: which I've forgotten to put on here, I believe. Yes, so, I mean, De Bruyne
3: what... would be one. Um, yeah, I did have them written down. But De Bruyne would be one. I think you're a lot of people are going to be looking at Bruno. In Again, this wouldn't be this week. This would be in, in 37. So I think that's a decision I've got to make, De Bruyne or Bruno. You're obviously going for X-Mins against... The upside, the gamble of KDB. Yeah. Um I mean what would what are you two looking at? We none of us have Bruno at the moment, do we? Nope. I do. Oh, sorry, Seb has Bruno. Yeah. So Andy, what would would you look at KDB over over Bruno, for example?
1: No, I don't think so. Um I mean that's even if I want to go Bruno, to be perfectly honest. Um I was thinking about getting De Gea in, so I'd had double defense because United have three home fixtures out of four to finish off the season. And I thought defence would probably be the way to go if I even want triple United now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, I I don't think, I I think because we, United only have the FA Cup left, whereas City have Real Madrid twice and then potentially another game after that, but at least Real Madrid twice is in the league, uh, you know, during the league happening. I think I'd be preferring Bruno over KDB personally if I were to go for either of them.
3: that's why I think, yeah, De Bruyne is going to be a differential because people are going to go for Bruno. So then the other question would be if you move Salah to De Bruyne, for example, as well. Now, obviously, Salah could be a captain option in 38. I think they've got Mm. Salampton. Yeah, Yeah. Salampton, but I think it's away. Yeah. So that could be the other point where you could try and differentiate yourself. You could even go to Bruno, then move Bruno to Hmm. De Bruyne for 38 if we get leaks.
1: Kane in 38 is nice as well, isn't it?
3: He, I think he's going to be harder to get to. I yeah. can't really see a route where, because it's so much money. Hmm. Um, Unless you go into 38 with two free transfers. But yeah, yeah I think I differentials are really hard to find. And there, a, a lot of those are like high ticket ones. You've obviously got the the cheaper players. Like, I mean, Odegaard's been the one getting the points. I still love Saka as an asset. Martinelli, I know his place looks up. You know, he, You know what happened last time? His minutes were looking risky. Yeah.
1: No, it's uh, it's it's some very interesting differentials here. I think the fact that Callum Wilson or Isak are even differentials at the moment. Obviously, they're not going to be as differential moving forward. No, but...
3: not at all. The opposite of differentials, yeah. I think.
1: Uh, and I mean, but that's literally going to be for one week, like you just said. Like I was looking at my team moving forward. I'm going to struggle to play. Like I'm going to struggle to play one of them moving forward. Let alone two of them if I've got two. So I think you really uh, It was a really good point earlier about if you have both. Like when are you even going to need both moving forward after that? The Arsenal boys are always going to be interesting. I think they made a lot of people sit up and listen this week beating Newcastle away from home 2-0 because Odegaard just he, he just continues to defy what we expect in terms of Martinelli and Saka we thought were the better assets and Odegaard just continues to to deliver. Kane is Mr. Consistent but obviously doesn't have the double game weeks but then you've got those, those Newcastle boys there as well. So I do think it's interesting moving forward. I cannot see myself going for any Arsenal players until... Thirty-eight, because I don't have them at the moment. the uh, The intention was never to have them until you know, because I just want to use all my transfers on double game week players. Newcastle, I'm happy just bringing in an Isak or a Wilson this week, and then it's tough. Like Seb, I don't know whether you're the same as me. I when I a couple weeks ago, when I was looking at my plan on on FPL team, I was looking at and thinking. I'm struggling to use my transfers. I'm struggling to know when to use them because unless I'm using them for mega differentials in 38, when I'm only going to have one free transfer anyway, because I'm probably going to use two in 37. What I f- like, it's really tough to get these differentials in, isn't it?
2: It was. I think it was two years ago. It was like one of my worst seasons I've had in a little while. And on the last day, I made a goalkeeper transfer because similar thing. I was like, I have nothing to do with this transfer, <laughs> so I brought in Larise. And he has got less than whoever my goalkeeper was to start with. <laughs> and I think it was like that those couple of points that I gave away dropped me out like out of the top hundred K or something stupid oh. like that. So I should have done nothing. But um yeah, for uh, for this season, um I yeah, I'm similar to you and I've been looking at so I've got Fernandez Rashford, uh Shaw for their double, Haaland and Ake, although Ake, maybe now, is my issue. I will sit him this week quite happily, and then maybe moving him along move him along for their double. I suppose I could make him a new, Newcastle defender if I wanted the triple, but I don't. I was looking at Salah to KDB at one point before there was an neck injury and before maybe confidence in KDB's minutes went down a bit. Mm-hmm. That move could then be reversed the following week if desired. Um, and also, in terms of Arsenal, I think Jesus was what I was looking at because I would have that forward spot, potentially money to get there. After having got a Newcastle striker, that would then maybe become Jesus in the final week, unless, mm-hmm. of course, there were suggestions, you know, injury suggestions, people wouldn't play, whatever. But I think that's what I was looking at doing more of transfers. But similar to yourself, right, I've got two frees now and I'm looking rather than locking apart from a Newcastle striker for Tony, I think.
1: Yeah, that's no, interesting. Uh, Rich, you're probably in a position slightly different to me and Seb where you obviously free hit later so you're less well set up like you've already said you've got those Arsenal boys are you wanting to keep them because you're thinking not a lot of other people have them and we know they can do well is that your temptation to keep them or are you going to be getting rid of them and then maybe bringing them back in 38
3: yeah I mean I already got rid of Gabriel um I didn't like having to do that, but obviously, I needed the money. And yeah, the intention was I looked at 37 and 38 and thought I'd love to have Arsenal assets. Hmm. Realistically, I'm not going to be able, you know, I'm saying these are differentials, but Saka is probably going to be sold, you know, in 37 because that's how I'm going to get to Bruno or yeah. KDB.
0: Yeah.
3: So yeah, my differential <laughs> is going to be gone very, very quickly. I mean, maybe I'll look at bringing him in for 38 again. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. But and I guess if I do that, I'm sure a lot of other people will be doing it as well because we know that Arsenal are playing. Um, he's on penalties, all the all the stuff we talk about Saka all the time. So I imagine if I do it, it's because it's a popular move. We've got a leak that he starts because that's yeah. going to be the key thing in 38. We're going to be able to go for these punts. yeah. Um, but we're going to be waiting for team news right at the end again, aren't we? So I think probably the biggest differential for the rest of the season is going to be this week and it's going to be our captaincy. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the because we mentioned it's there's going to be big swings.
0: Yeah.
3: I do think there's a there's a lot of options. I mean, we've not even mentioned the Brighton players. No. I don't yeah. think we will. Oh, no. well, or maybe we will. But their their fixtures are bad. So yeah. I feel well, like Trippier, Wilson, Isak, or even going for someone like Salah, like a single game week player.
1: Yeah. That's
3: gonna be a huge differential.
1: So we're gonna have a little bit of our a little bit of a look at our best teams now. And I think captaincy is gonna we're gonna start talking about captaincy when we look at them. So this is my bus team at the moment. I've got Kepa in goal, lol, uh, for who's got n- not Nottingham Forest at home. I've got Raya on the bench, who's got West Ham at home. Like, they're a bit of a toss up between the two, really. Uh, then I've got Estupinen, Trippier, both have double game weeks. Trent, uh, Botman, double game week. McAllister and Matoma both have double game weeks. Rashford, Salah, Grealish, and Haaland at the moment. It says Haaland captain. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I've got Shaw, Watkins and Greenwood on the bench. Watkins will become either Isak or Wilson. And at the moment, I am pretty sure I'm going to be captaining whichever one of Isak or Wilson I bring in. That That's the way I'm looking at the moment, I think. I think that Leeds fixture is nice. I think even the Brighton fixture isn't too bad. Um, I don't think Brighton are a steel trap at the moment. Um, I think they can be scored against. Maybe even a few more than just uh, one, two, three, four goals. Um, so I think that's not too bad. That's not me. That was me thinking before this happened today. I was not expecting 5 1 today. Um, so I, but I'm looking at it again and I'm thinking, right, I'm going to do Watkins to Isak. Who the hell do I bench? Who do I put on the bench if I get Isak in? Because I've got a stupid and trippier Trent Botman. Botman's probably the most benchable out of those four. I was talking to Flappy before we even started here saying, maybe a stupid hand's quite benchable. Arsenal away, Newcastle away. How much am I really expecting? But obviously he's got a double game week. McAllister, Matoma, Rashford, Salah, Grealish. I'm expecting Grealish to play because he played zero minutes, but obviously against Real Madrid, he's probably going to get quite a few minutes. Haaland, I'm not going to bench. Sure, I'm already benching, who's got Wolves at home. And then I've got Watkins, who's turning to Isak or Wilson. I've got to play them. It's really tough. This is where I was saying I'm struggling to use transfers a lot at the moment. I was thinking I was going to get rid of a goalkeeper and bring in De Gea. But I think I'm probably going to leave that transfer one week and have two transfers in 37. So I'm very, very happy with how this is set up. Very happy I've already got McAllister. Didn't have March. That was obviously something that's happened that I don't have to deal with now, which is nice. Got two free transfers to use. Definitely get an Isak or, or a Wilson in. But it's just, yeah, a bit of a benching dilemma if I do that. Seb, you look like you're I, I, yeah, say you, something I
2: just realized as you were talking like I was looking at this and I thought oh yeah you've lined up fine that's you know yeah okay benching sure but that's fine of course yeah if if watkins is going to become a newcastle striker i guess trent it's because oh, no. because you haven't no. got the brighton goalkeeper <laughs> but if in terms of in terms of like the points you'd expect from these players you because you can't bench your goalkeeper, which should kind of be so. For me and Rich, we've got Steel, so obviously that Estupinan spot is who I'm benching. I think it would be Ake for me or whatever. Yeah, because you don't have that, you're benching Shaw already. He's probably quite close to Trent in terms of expected output for this match. Yeah, I'd absolutely play Trent over Shaw, but when you've got to play Isak or Wilson, I guess it's Grealish or Trent, and I think I'd play Grealish. Well, unless you Grealish. unless you thought he wasn't, unless you thought he wasn't getting minutes, I think I'd play Grealish.
3: Yeah,
1: and and this is a thing, and a lot of people in the chat are saying, easy, Grealish. Yeah. I, yeah, when I was looking at the actual team, I didn't think it was that easy a decision because when I was looking through, and again, three weeks ago, I was looking at this and thinking, God, this is going to be a nightmare in this week. And obviously the Real Madrid game, we've said it before, Grealish is in the first choice team for City now, isn't he? So he's going to be getting the minutes against Real Madrid. So is he going to be getting the minutes against Everton away from home? maybe not so maybe he is the person to kind of drop out no way am I going to be dropping Trent I think Trent's an absolute lock yeah I, I, just yeah. genuinely like I've seen people suggesting it is, and I just don't see that at all so but I, I'm guessing Grealish will probably be the one to drop out and then Isak or or Wilson come in captaincy is interesting though this week really is interesting I don't fancy any of the Brighton boys I really don't fancy um Trippier or or Botman, Obviously. But I do think Isak or Wilson's fine. Salah's fine as well, I think. I think Salah's a really good pick for a lot of people. And I know Rich has already mentioned that. Um, Before we move on to your teams, because obviously that's going to distract us a little bit from the captaincy chat. Seb, what's your kind of straight away, what are you thinking for captaincy at the moment? I know we're quite a few days away from actually having to lock in. But what are you thinking at the moment?
2: Oh, I'll do. If I get a Newcastle forward, it'll be one of them. Isak. I think I said, didn't I? Yeah, I'd be more confident in Easton than Wilson, if not Trippier. Um, the Singlers aren't terrible. Like Salah's, I think you said, didn't you? That Salah might be a decent option. But yeah, I think it'll yeah. be a Newcastle player for me. Uh, in the team I'm going to have in a minute, I've got my vice on Mac. I guess I wouldn't hate that. Not the greatest fixtures, but you know, he scores penalties and he scores off the back of his head on the floor. So what's not going to work? <laughs> And Rich, what do you think of a captain sees?
3: So I'm on Trippier at the moment. And obviously my, tr- well, we'll get to my transfer bet. It's going to be one of the strikers, Probably. I have even considered, and looking at your team, if you didn't have uh, two free transfers, you could even consider going without a third Newcastle. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I'm on Trippier at the moment. I feel like it's very close. And that's purely because we know he's going to get the minutes or we, I'd make a good assumption he's going to play, you know, 180 minutes yeah. in the double and then just hope to get, you know, a clean sheet. He has, basically, he has no goal threat. I know he scored a free kick against Man City earlier in the mm-hmm. season. But it's it's all assists. And it's just hoping to spike that lucky 12-pointer. Yeah, nice. A couple of points in the other one. You're laughing. You know, 14-point captaincy. I was on looking at Salah a bit last night. And I think it's just because that game's away from home. It puts me off a little bit Yeah, um, going for that. And I think there's... I mean, we haven't seen what's happened in the Real Madrid game. But I think it would actually be one of the rare weeks where I would consider Haaland captain if it wasn't in the middle of the two most important games. yeah. Um, I, I think genuinely, normally I always captain doublers. I think Harlan could have twisted my arm if that wasn't the case.
1: Hmm. Well, let's have a look at your team then, Rich. So just talk us through what your best team is looking like at the moment.
3: Okay, so I'm going to have to load my actual team up. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, So, yeah, stealing goal, Botman, Trippier captain and Trent. So three at the back. Like Seb mentioned, because we've got steel. And this is why I got accused of talking to goalkeepers a lot because I had Sanchez then steal so that, you know, it caused less bench headaches. Uh, McAllister, Vice, Matoma, Rashford, Salah, and Saka. And then Watkins and Haaland up front. Watkins is more than likely going to become Isak or Wilson. Um, my bench isn't like too bad, as in they've got slanky first subs, Inchenko's at home to Brighton, and then Lewis is his third sub. I wouldn't even mind playing Watkins against Tottenham. Yeah, and I genuinely have wondered, could I just roll and have two free transfers next week and go against Newcastle? But I did similar. One of the reasons I didn't finish top ten k last year was because I decided to just avoid Richarlison. Yeah, um, yeah, and then he went. So it, it's a big risk, you know, at this stage of the season. I'm, you know, pretty happy with my rank. So I think I'll actually mainly be doing it to protect myself. Yeah, I just
1: that's sensible.
3: Yeah, I think, honestly, if I knew which one was on penalties. Or well, if I felt more confident at minutes, I think I'd lot be a lot more excited about this. Yeah. But then I think we'd have like a hundred and eighty, hundred and ninety percent captain. And that's yeah. why we're not gonna have that. It's gonna be spread.
1: Yeah, no. Which is good. That's what we want. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: And I just also I don't think if I have two transfers next week, it's not really gonna help me because I'm already penciled in Yosaka to Bruno. Hmm. Second transfer, maybe I could get in like Luke Shaw. Um but then I'd, I'd much rather have Isak or Wilson this week, to be honest, than saving the transfer so I can get Luke Shaw in a double. Yeah, nice. I'm totally honest.
1: Yeah. Um, right, Seb, talk us through your bus team so far. Bruno's already in there for you, obviously.
2: Yeah, yeah, nothing too exciting here. Steel and goal. Geppert, um, yeah, I guess, comes in if still sits both of those for reasons. Uh, Trent at the back, Capier, Trippier here at the moment. That's because I've made my transfer. Botman joins him at the back. Salah, Fernandez, Rashford, McAllister with the vice-captaincy and Matoma. And then Tony up front. West Ham at home, I don't hate, actually. When I saw that lined up, I was like, oh, that's not bad. And then obviously bringing in a a doubler is better, though. Uh, And Haaland as well. um, Probably the one time this season he hasn't had the captaincy or the vice-captaincy anywhere near him. (laughs) Uh, Kepa, Shaw, Ake and Greenwood on the bench. Ake's injury. I've heard nothing since the match but it didn't look like one he's going to shake off. So he probably is a transfer for me, but not this week. I am very happy to hold, use one transfer, carry another, and then obviously use the two transfers I'll have, one of which will have to be used on Ake, to get better city assets rather than trying to guess now and probably end up benching the player or something. Uh, So Tony to Isaac or Wilson, probably the former, who will become my captain, I think.
1: Lovely stuff. Nice and simple. Lovely. And then we got the community team. Please tell us one of us is beating the community team now. Sebes.
2: Yeah, that was the I mean I probably I didn't even sell it very hard but I probably oversaw it anyway. That was the thing. Um yes. yeah, so the community team is doing wonderfully, I must say. They are when I took these screenshots they were 22.2k it'll be a few hundred either way or something, right? But they they're low 20s. They're doing they're doing strong. Keper and Goal, Trippier, Trent, uh, Estupinan, Fernandez, Grealish, Matoma, March, Salah, Isak, Haaland captain, Shaw will come in for Grealish, I believe. Uh, then we have Raya Shah managed to avoid that. Minus two on the bench. Uh, and Greenwood as well. We'll obviously get some votes up for this week. We have, I think we have two free transfers. I think we rolled. I think. But we already have ESEC, right? So and we've got Shah, we've got Trippier. So we're, we're nicely set there. We've nice. got the triple Brighton. So we potentially uh, could be looking at building. Yeah, you've got March, haven't you? Oh, good point. There you go. Well, yeah. great shout. I suspect that will be a popular one. I'll stick that in there then. March to McAllister. Um, maybe something else to be done as well, but should be nicely set. We are, we are like I say, twenty-two k, ish, give or take.
1: Lovely stuff. That's nice. So let us know in the chat if there's any moves you think we should do. Mm. I mean, we're looking at it. March probably needs to uh, to go there. Probably to McAllister, isn't it? Easy, easy move there. But then you could probably roll again. Ready for thirty-seven? I would have thought.
2: Yeah, I think that's smart enough. Yeah.
1: Lovely stuff. Right, let's have some questions then. So, people in the chat, we've got... I think we peaked about 500 people in the chat, which is good considering there is an absolute goal-fest of a match going on right now. 3-2 to Nottingham Forest, which is, uh, which is fantastic. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> Really there's
3: good. There's so many goals in the game I week, so low scoring. It's
1: almost been 20 goals today, hasn't there? No, not 20 goals today. Are we on 17 goals today? Something like that. Um, I think that's, oh, who got that's, the
3: assist.
2: That's bad for us, isn't it, though? What yeah. <laughs>
3: Was Ooh, it Ward-Prowse? That... Assist.
1: Oh, that's going to hurt that, the ranks. Do a...
2: you remember him? Yeah. That might, that might really, like, I mean, what, 35 games played, Forest 33, Everton 32, Leicester Leeds 30 points. If it stays like that, I think today's the day.
1: You'd love to change your team next year, mate.
2: Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so hang on. We are
1: actually going to have all of our teams get relegated the same season. So Yover yep. went down, Reddit went down, and Leeds might go down now as well. Is
3: there a League One gaffer, by the way? Um,
1: I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: are we pivot are we pivoting this uh There might be cast? maybe
1: ten, twenty people play it. Um, love League One.
2: Yeah. Oh, you could cut, you could come top twenty. Mate, I'd
1: love League One. Um right, <laughs> moving on to some questions then. So um Dream Stealer says, Do I keep March and play Trent or do I do March to Matoma and bench Trent? Seb?
2: Sorry, please repeat that question. I thought you were going to go to Rich, and I was just loading. I, I, I'm
3: table. glad he went <laughs> to so you.
1: Do I keep March and play Trent, or do I do March to Matoma and then have to bench Trent?
2: Uh, make the transfer.
1: Yeah. Nice, Rich.
3: I think you have to make the transfer because you're bringing in a penalty taker in a in a double, and not McAllister then... Matoma. Oh, was it bringing in Matoma for March? Yeah. yeah. Yeah no yeah I still would I still yeah. definitely would but then I would try and not bench Trent probably easier said than done
1: yeah it is uh, FPL cowboy do I play Kepper or Raya or do I transfer in De Gea Rich I mean this is basically me I've got I've got both of those and I was for thought about like De Gea
3: I'm assuming it's for free
1: yeah you'd have thought so.
3: I would I would um I would play Kepper.
1: Kepa's got Forest, Raya's got West Ham, and De Gea's got mm. Wolves. All yeah,
3: I'd play Kepa and then probably look at De Gea next week. Yeah. Uh, uh, Seb?
2: I would definitely play Kepa. The transfer's tempting, but I think it's more valuable to you next week, even if you do the exact same thing by bringing in De Gea. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> Brian, I have March. E F. do I do with him?
2: <laughs> Seb? Please don't get McAllister. I like McAllister's points when not everyone gets them, but also get McAllister. Yeah. If you don't have McAllister, get the other Brighton midfielder you don't have. If somehow you're fine and had triple, I guess you're chilling and are playing Trent or something like that. You know, keep that transfer for next time.
1: Or like a Willock? or a.
2: Nah, I don't think I'd go Newcastle mid. I mean, I guess if you have triple Brighton mid, you probably don't have like a double Man United or something like that. Yeah. So you're using that next week maybe to get them. So... I think it's probably a role in
3: that scenario, yeah. but we would need to know the rest of
2: the team. Rich?
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a good point that Seb's made there because I've forgot about people who had, who had triple. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like it's one you... Because there's bench headaches, you've probably got someone who can come in and then reassess it next week. Because um, the Brighton double's like pretty bad, you're probably okay. You, you'll lose a fixture, won't you? Because you'll be probably yeah. playing a single game week player, but it's not the, not the end of the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dara says, is Salah captaincy a serious contender? Is he being overlooked or should I be going for Isak, 10 Matoma or Trippier? Uh, obviously, we've mentioned captaincy a little bit earlier. Um, but, you know, Rich, what do you think about Salah captaincy? Is it a serious contender this week?
3: I, I do genuinely, I do genuinely think it's an option. I just think it, it's tricky, isn't it? Because yeah. you've still got Trippier to fall back on, who is going to get, you know, get the minutes this week. Yeah, it's a genuine consideration. Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to be doing it purely because it's away from home.
0: Yeah.
3: And it's probably like the similar kind of logic i have with like you benching Grealish because it's away from home. Mm. I feel like teams don't score as well away from home.
0: Yeah. Seb?
3: I think... So I think I might just edge like Mac
2: over Salah. But that's one of those just I would very much always try and go with a doubler. But in a week where Salah and Haaland aren't any of the doublers, of course, they're going to be close because the two best or some of the best assets aren't doubling. So it's always a consideration. There's definitely a world where they outscored the doublers, but I think you just go with the slightly higher chance, which is in order, probably a Newcastle striker, a Newcastle defender, a Brighton midfielder. And I think while we've said a few times, sorry for the longer answer, but we've mentioned it a few times that Arsenal-Newcastle is a bad double Mm -hmm. for Brighton. It is two two away games against very good teams, good defences as well. But, you know, unless you think both those games are going to end, you know, 2-0 against, not 2-0, scores 10-0 against Brighton, they've got to get a goal from somewhere, right? And I think there's always a good chance that them filters will be involved, especially someone who's on penalties. So while I wouldn't be expecting anything massive, I don't hate going Brighton.
1: Yeah. Uh, Isaac says, is Tony a must sell? And what do you do with Dallow Seb?
2: Not a must-sell. I think most of us are just doing it because it was him or Watkins, depending on mm. what we had, to a Newcastle striker. But if somehow you've got around that, he's not a must-sell. Uh, and then Dallow, I think that's unfortunate. I really, really like Dallow when he plays, but he's clearly not going to get every minute for the rest of the season. For now, you're probably benching and waiting to see what happens next week, see if we get any news, see if minutes give us much of a clue. If you don't have sure, you want to go there. Yeah. Rich?
3: Yeah, I mean, I remember asking you, I've asked you several times mm-hmm. about Dallow now, haven't I? And it was one, you know, if I didn't go for Lewis this week, Dallow was another option. But I think you put enough fear in in me. You know, I'd read a couple of articles, a couple of forums, and it was just like, Dallow's not guaranteed to get the games. I mean, I wouldn't sell. I'd, you know, if I don't have loads and loads of, you know, say two free transfers for next week, yeah. I'd probably just roll him out next week. He's surely going to get at least one of the games.
1: Oh, I th- I think he's gonna get more than that, genuinely. I think yeah. because it was uh Wambasaka and Malassia this week, I was shocked Wambasaka played because I don't see West Ham as being one of those players that needs you to have Wambasaka play in that right back, if that makes sense. Like as opposed to the week before when it was Brighton, when it was Matoma, like that it's made complete yeah. sense. Whereas this week I didn't really see that. And you look at the fixtures we got left to play, it's what Fulham, Chelsea, Bournemouth and someone else. Um Wolves. Wolves. I don't see that being the case either. And I think he was watching wan play and thinking, God, I need to get Dallow on because we're not breaking this team down. And wan is not going to be able to do that either. I would not be surprised if Dallow plays three out of the four last games. So if you were going for someone like Dallow, I think that's absolutely fine. I think if you've already got him, I think that's a fine person to have. If I was trying to bring a player in, I think I'd be going to Gea and Shaw as my priorities over Dallow. But I think Dallo is also a good shout. Just be—I wouldn't be surprised if he does miss a game in that run because I think Dallo and Mambasaka are probably, you know, two of the people that are going to play most of the time, and then Molassia is there. But um, Shaw's got that left centre back role nailed on until the end of the season now. So I
3: was—I was going yeah. was to ask actually because I, I did also look at Lindelof briefly, but yeah. then I saw Varan could be back by yeah. the end of the month. It was all a bit vague.
1: It's, it's weird that because they keep saying that with Varan, but then. Anytime it's mentioned on Sky Sports, they say he's out for the season still. So I personally, with the fixtures we've got, if if top four's secured, I don't see why we'd play Varane. Like what well, I don't see the point in playing him in like the last game or something like that. So unless he's back for the FA Cup. But even then, like Lindelof and Shaw are fine at the back. Like they're genuinely fine. And Lindelof's been really good. Like it'd be Maguire being sold in the summer. Um so yeah, I th- I think I think Dallos fine if you've got him personally. But um Right, lovely stuff. Uh, Thank you so much for the people in the chat. Like I said, we peaked at about 500. Uh, If you have any other questions and we haven't got round to any of them, just just let us know on Twitter and we'll try and answer some for you because we all do try and answer back when we can. Um, Right, thank you so much. Uh, Rich, I hope you enjoyed yourself tonight, mate.
3: I did, I did. Sorry I sounded so negative about the... About the Newcastle Strikers.
1: Oh, weeks, you can't, you know, some weeks are like that though, aren't they? Like, you can't always be going, yeah, get them all in, they're all going to get points. If you feel like it's not going to be that kind of a week, you've got to say it because it just means that people might not be going all out for it.
3: Yeah, we just, we just had so many weeks where there's exciting, obvious captains. Yeah. And it just feels like one. Maybe I'm too led by penalties. I genuinely think that's <laughs> what it is, but... <laughs> maybe we get some kind of answers to, to be fair I, press conference or something. I think most people are like too not led by things like
2: minutes and penalties. And so, you know, going too far the other way is not a bad overcorrection to make.
1: Yeah. And Seb, hope you enjoyed yourself this evening as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you
2: very much. Yeah.
1: No worries. Um, and people in the chat and people listening after as well. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be seeing you next week. We've only got two of these left. I think that's it, isn't it?
2: Two of these wow. left.
1: Yeah. Um, so, what are you going to do so with much. your Monday evenings? I have no idea. Literally, got no idea because there's nothing skills. on this summer either. Yeah. Can we, just like, should we just
2: like call each other for like around half. <laughs> oh, that'd guys, be nice. guys, we can
1: have a bit of a chat about what we're going to do for Scoutcast next year. Rich doesn't know yet, but he's gone. Right. Uh, thank you so much. For... <laughs> <laughs> thank oh, That's a joke. It's Top thirty k only, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Top uh, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, So yeah, solo. No, um God imagine it get cancelled within like two weeks, but like yeah. seven monologue for three hours. Shut it down.
1: <laughs> right. Thank you so much. Uh, like I said for joining us and we'll see you again next week. Bye bye.